Hello, my beautiful people. I'm Crybaby, and this is Blues Ass, and we are the Gets. It is currently. I really hate <laughs> fucking repeating my fucking self, but it is Monday, July twenty fourth. No, this is take three. Take three. Um, it is nine forty three p.m. <laughs> on a Monday night. Baby's got to go to work tomorrow, so I was sure just do. like, let's let's knock this shit out the box. Why we finally got the microphones working because last episode I don't know what really happened um I just fumbled the ball I wouldn't say I fumbled the ball she fumbled the ball because I knew what I was supposed to put in but I didn't have it all there for reference but you got this shit together so quick today so y'all like I cooked us dinner and probably maybe like 10, 15 minutes into me cooking, I come in the room, man, you got this shit already done. I was like, girl, I got it done. I'm like, so what happened last week? Like, bitch, how you fumbled the ball? The fuck? Motherfuckers just wasn't paying attention for real. It wasn't keeping like a a concise like note of what I was supposed to input in the software. So, you know, it is what it is. I finally got it done. You know, got it out the mud, did it myself. I'm just glad you got it together. And now she has to train me on it. I mean, it's very easy. So she say, granted, this the motherfucker that fumbled the ball last episode. So. Well, also, I was in, under the influence when I was trying to do that as well. Well, that plays a big part too. But, you know, on another note, how was your week? Um, my week. So, oof. oh, last week. Because, yeah, now it is Monday. So, my week was my fucking week. That was my first week um, last Sunday, last week of the semester. So, I get two weeks off so I don't go back starting class till August 7th. Mm-hmm. So, I'm enjoying this break, working on my book like shit, trying to wrap that up so I can go ahead and get my book release party together knock this out but other than that i've got a lot of rest even though i'm still tired but i know my allergies is just some shit and it's playing a part in it but other than that i honestly really can't complain like life just been life and like always it is what it is what about your week my week was okay you was working like shit Yeah, I mean, I find myself that I work very hard lately. Y'all know if you don't know that I have two jobs for the first time in my life ever. But, you know, I'd be super exhausted. So this weekend I just actually rested. I was supposed to go to the gym all this weekend, but I was just like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm going to just wait. Um, I'll probably hit the gym tomorrow. Not even probably. Let me just go ahead and speak into existence. Manifest. I will be hitting the gym tomorrow. But I ended up getting some cleaning done in my room. Cleared that joint out. Starting to organize because I need to, you know, you need to get your house in order. In order for your mind to be right. You just about to bring me to that. Get day. your house in order. Oh. Right away. I think we've done that before. We have. (laughs) 
Because that's the song. You really do need to get your house in order. But yeah, I mean, all in all, uh, last week was cool. I've been gaining my confidence more at work. I assisted on my first liver transplant. Yes, so yes. I'm baby. excited about that. Tell because, me all about it. Tell us. Spill the tea. I mean, okay, so um, I had a coworker. He's a traveler. So his last day was Friday. He actually helped set up like the central line kits that we had to um, help put in the patient. Central line monitor a whole bunch of things. I couldn't tell you because, <laughs> I mean, yes, I've been I've been in this line of work for a, a while now, but um, it's given like math to me. I don't speak medical terms. I just know what to do. <laughs> That's basically it. So you're a visual learner. Yeah, I'm a visual learner. Like I, I really can't like pick up on like okay, it's this is what it's used it for. Be a lot of fucking like, terms. I just know what to do. Like what you're asking me for, I know to give it to you. But a lot of times, I really don't know what it's used for. But, you know, that's just me. Touche. Um, Touche. So, yeah, my uh, my coworker has stuck around. She had ended up getting called in the night before. So, she was there since, like, 3 a.m. that morning. And she ended up sticking around till 5.30 p.m. the that? next day to help me out, like, during the case. Like, she basically, like, talked me through it. Even though, like, I, I knew most of the steps, but I liked that moral support because I didn't want to feel like I was just out here, like, thrown to the wolves, you know? Was that that lady, lady? that when we was upstairs in your room and you called her and that's when they called you? No, no, that's, that's who you referring to? No, that's my supervisor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. my supervisor. So, that's the one that ended up coming in later on that night. She came in around, like, 10, 15, and she relieved us. So oh, okay. I was on I was on call that night, so she ended up basically just taking my call shift, even though I was still on call. Mm. You know, because she didn't oh, come really she nice. didn't come in that day because she had like stuff to do at home. Regarding oh, she's like, a sweetheart. Stuff. What's her name? Let's shout her out, Miss Tawana. Love you, girl. Hey, Tawana. Shout out Tawana. Tawana. Thank you for looking out for my little baby, Tawana. Thank you. Really appreciate you. Okay, Puerto Rican princess. <laughs> All right, so um, you know, that, I mean, that was the end of my week. I really didn't do much uh this weekend. I just rested, um, bullshitted, but was also being productive at the same time. So we're gonna move on to I wreck that, and we're doing songs this week. We're doing three songs. The first song that I have is King Jesus by KB and No Big Deal. Keep crashing. 
your Christmas and thinking I see that this Christ ain't a Christian. You do the division, now give me some difference. The spirit of trolling is playing, so I give him Paul, no longer is a Once again, that was King Jesus by KB and No Big Deal. So next up, I got DC's own Fat Boy, Fat Trail. So this is Separation by Fat Trail. Once again, y'all, that was Separation by Fat Trail, DC on Baby. All right, the next song that I have is Seven Figure Supermodel by Snow Wife. Sweet. 
Once again, that was Seven Figure Supermodel by Snow Wife. So now I'm about to take y'all back. And I mean, back, back. These are my girls. TLC, T-Boss, Chili, Left Eye, Rest in Love, Left Eye. And this is Kick Your Game. Once again, y'all, that was Kick Your Game by TLC. And the last one that I have is called Sleeping by No Big Deal. Once again, that was Sleeping by No Big Deal. So I'm about to slow it down for y'all. Like, give y'all a good vibe. 
Her daddy put us on to this group. It's Kindred, the family soul. The song is called Far Away. again y'all that was far away by Kendrick the family soul and I guess it's a good time to hop into crybaby's corner (laughs) um so we're gonna start off crybaby's corner with like some food service ratchetness I guess we can call it So we're starting off with uh, an assistant manager at a South Carolina Burger King has been fired and arrested after police say she served customers fries directly out of the trash can, according to Fox Carolina. Jamie Christine Major, 39, was arrested and charged with malicious tampering with human food for the July 9th incident, authorities say. The BK manager and a witness called 911 to the restaurant on Duncan Bypass in Union, for disturbance. There they found two women identified as Chantel Elizabeth Harris and Ivory Lakeisha Muhammad loudly arguing with staff members after seeing an employee give them dirty french fries. How do you feel about Wait, that? So how, bitch, it ain't no how you feel about that. You said that she took it out the fucking she trash can. She took it out the trash can and served them dirty fries. So how did they find out? It, it was right there in front of their face? Like, did they see her do it? I'm 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 starting to trust a lot of, like, fast food shit. Excuse me, guys. Yeah, they both saw them. So what was it? Give them dirty fries. Like, 
Like, so, like, you watched her take it out the trash can. You was just like, oh, okay, I know she's damn well not about to serve me these dirty fries. Like, is that what y'all was thinking? Because if I saw somebody digging in a trash can for, like, French fries, I would have been like, I would have called corporate Fuck immediately that. or something like that. I would have been caring that day. You're not even giving me shit, like, at all. Nothing. That's it? I, I mean, I don't. I mean, y'all don't know what to say about it either. I, that's I, that's some dirty ass shit. And I mean, did they beat their ass? But they do. I don't know. That's all I got from that. That was the only report I shit, got. You ain't do a deep dive, bitch. You that was the only dive. That... I would have deep dive for real. Bitch can't even swim, but I would have deep dived into that one. Girl, it wasn't a deep dive. It was a shallow dive at this point. Because that's all that I got from that report. Next up, we have a Florida family is walking away with $800,000 bag after suing McDonald's for negligence. Okay. And now the fast food. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said we're going to dive into the fast food. Damn. shit. But like, okay. So according to CNN, then four-year-old Olivia Caraballo, Caraballo, I don't know how the fuck you say her name. I'm so sorry, baby, but I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, suffered burns after a hot McNugget fell on her lap as her mother pulled away from a South Florida McDonald's. And again, oh, okay, I was about to say, and again, this is Florida, but let me <laughs> let me dial it back. Let me dial it, it back is because Florida, because Florida is Florida later, is Florida. Later on in this. <laughs> Shit. Okay, uh, a jury found the fast food chain liable for failing to properly warn customers about the potential harm caused by their hot food, which is you will be. Wow. When do I really get hot McDonald's? But okay, I'm almost finished. Attorneys for the family released a statement saying this momentous decision brings meaningful closure to an arduous and protracted legal process. They're using big ass words. Damn. (laughs) Having previously, and then it says clink, clink, and bio. I didn't do all that shit. But I'm just thinking in my mind, like, um... If I'm giving my child food, I'm going to make sure that it's not hot for my little toddler. Yeah, you blow it. You blow that shit. You don't just hand it to your toddler and then they just go to town on it. It's hot. You got to let them know it's hot. So, they just gave that shit to that goddamn baby and wanted them to burn their motherfucking mouth. I'm like, did they tell them, like, give me the the nuggets fresh out the grease. Like... (laughs) Is that the, what rip, the fuck they said? Rip me out the place. Rip me out the place. I'm not brand new. <laughs> That's what it's giving. Rip me out the place. I'm acting brand new. They acting brand new because... That, the nugget was acting brand new. The fuck? I mean, I honestly don't know what to say about this whole situation, but I feel like it's wild as fuck for them to, like, really hold McDonald's accountable because if I'm feeding a toddler food I'm making sure it's not hot to taste yeah. or if they're of age enough you'd be like look it's hot blowing it first it's they're not of thing. age it's they were then simple. four years old of course they gonna want to eat cause they hungry <laughs> and they're like bitch I just want nuggets <laughs> Cause bitch, I wanna know what different sauce they had just to one. <laughs> not the different sauce but that's just me. 
They ain't give them buffalo because shit was already too high. And that would be wild if they did. They probably, you know, the kids love the barbecue. barbecue they love the sweet and sour. I hate all that little pussy shit. <laughs> that shit, no. I liked that when I was a kid. I don't like that now. Like, I do not like barbecue sauce or sweet and sour. Scrape if scorpion, I that's it. happen to go to McDonald's and that's, it's literally, that's the last resort. Whatever that fuck that song is. It's a song like that. Talking about last resort. McDonald's is always the last resort now. That's the last resort. I had to be fucking starving for me to go there. Because they always open. Girl, the breakfast, though, that I just recently had. I had to fuck that McGriddle up. And you know how I sat in that car waiting for you, and I was looking at these all these big-ass Tonka trucks, and I was like, nobody better not hit my motherfucking car because I'm going to get out here and act an ass if somebody hit my car. Oh, shout out to Priya. She in the room. She right here. We was, look, we was, <laughs> look, we was <laughs> right near her house. See, you know how that McDonald's is right there. The motherfuckers backing up them big ass trucks. I thought he was going to hit me. When I say he maneuvered the fuck out of the truck, I was sitting there like, motherfucker, throw the fuck off. I was like cheering him on. So happy. But like I said, shout out to my sandbox. She's in the room. She didn't want a shout out, but I gave her a shout out. She should have never told me shit, but there we go. Love you, girl. So on to the next. <laughs> um, family of North Carolina woman say she was killed by man's wife after he w- he invited her to his house. So a woman was found shot to death at a home early Tuesday morning in Northwest Charlotte. CMPD received a call from Stephanie Alexander who said she had just arrived home and shot a woman who was inside her home. Tyra Crosby, 25 years old, was pronounced dead inside the home. Alexander was still on the scene when police arrived and arrested for voluntary manslaughter, WCCB Charlotte News reported. She posted a $250,000 bond six hours later. Tanya Hoskins believes her daughter met the man at a club and was lured to the home and killed, the outlet said. She was invited to that home. I know my daughter wouldn't have went there knowing it was a married couple or that it was a wife's home. She was lured there by a man that was old enough to be her father, the victim's mother said. She says her daughter called her as she was being attacked and it was captured on her voicemail. It's about an eight minute long message of her being beaten, tortured. You can also hear them telling her that they were going to kill her, Hoskins said. Hoskins handed the recordings over to the investigators. Um, it's like I got bits and pieces of that. I'm kind of confused. So basically, basically she was lured over to a man's house where the wife killed her. And the wife was in on it. Allegedly? Allegedly. Do we need, oh, yeah. do we need to say allegedly? Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly on here. Allegedly. Allegedly. Because I'm not trying to Allegedly. Um, a lot of these cases really rub me the wrong way because it just, it brings me back to a lot of, a lot of these cases, especially the one with, um, I think it was what, Shanquilla Robinson? I think that's her name when she went 
with all them white women on that vacation and then she Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I remember that episode. I don't remember the name of that episode we had, but I remember you brought it up to me. That's when it was on the boat. Okay, no, this is not her. This is not her. This is a different woman. So that, no, but I'm that saying you say it remind you of that one. Yeah. The one when they was on that boat when they went on town. That episode that no, you was talking they, about. They that. were on the boat. I think they were like in an Airbnb. And That's she, what it and was. She had, like, and she was the only black girl. She had like supposedly yeah. fell from the second story or something. And she was like the only that. black woman? The only black woman. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. I just don't remember the name of that episode that we did, but I remember you said that. But I used the wrong word. Um, I'm sorry to uh, Shanquella Robinson and her family for actually using that because that is not the person that I was trying to talk about at all. But. For the simple fact of the matter is, I'm getting all, all my black women that has been like murdered in the streets. Their names, black women. Their names like misconstrued with each other. I can't keep up with a lot of these things anymore because it's just happening way too often. So much going on at one time. I'll be over it. I'll be over it too. And I, I pray to God that, you know, we never experience anything like that or any of our loved ones experience anything like that at all because it's a real sick, sick world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And we got to watch our backs constantly. And for me to be out here just, you know, thugging it in these streets. Fuck you, me thugging it. What that mean? Thugging it. I'm just out here. I'm out here. Uh, I would just say just because I take public transportation most of the time, but I keep most all the time. I take public transit transit all the time, and I keep my pepper spray on me. But is that enough? That's never enough. It's never enough. And then when you see people that's not going to sit here and like stand up for you. When they see that it's happening right in front of them, that's wild to me. Like, they'll sit there and they'll just be, like, watching. And I'm like, so, like, you're not going to help me? Okay, so should I take matters into my own hands? And then am am I supposed to go to jail to be, like, assaulting this man right now because he exposed himself to me? Like, you you just... Ooh. I'd be ready to, like... I'd be ready to do my big one, but I don't do it because I'm just like, <clears throat> I have a future and I'm really not trying to jeopardize that. And don't. And I won't. As you should. As long as my brothers got my back, but out here in these streets, they act like they, they just don't care. That was the end? That's all you have? You got some more? Girl, I got plenty more. Oh, shit. Miss Monica trained to go. Denise Arnold was spotted <laughs> at her concert hopping in the crowd to confront a man in the audience for apparently hitting a woman. Monica hopped off stage and What asked, we called her, though? Say that name. I, I was going to get to that. I'm circling back around to that. I ain't finished you yet. Got, you gotta say Monica hopped off proud. stage and asked for the man to be removed before returning to the stage to apologize to her fans. They are dubbing her... Gunica, or is it Gun Gun Gunica? Gunica, like Gun Gunica, like 
from this act alone. It's like Gunika. It's like Monica. So I'm like Gunika. Gunika. She been popping off lately. I knew it was something about her. Why I always loved her as a kid. And then for her to be Junie's godmother, and I'm obsessed with Tiana. Yeah. Sworn. <laughs> oh my God, don't say that. I would not. I am not that type of bitch. Don't do that. I'm just playing. Bitch. You know it's all for fun. <laughs> I know, but God damn. If you ever hear this, do not believe my sister. It's not like that. I really just have a lot of love. For you. A lot of love and a lot of weapons. <laughs> okay, move Moving along, Miami Beach police have launched an investigation following reports of an armed robbery that allegedly took place on a yacht Sunday night. According to Local 10 News, a police report states Quavo was reportedly among the passengers that were present on the boat when the alleged incident occurred. Cornell Whitfield and I honestly don't know how to First say of his all, name. Is that his name? No, no, no. These are the suspects right oh, here. Uh, Cornell Whitfield and Antony Workinay. I think that's how you pronounce what? it. Look at it. Doesn't that? How do we, that looks how like Antony Workinay. Where's that at the top? Ant. <laughs> it looked like Antony Workinay. It does like Antony Workinay. And Tani work working not? No. It's an it's Antony working at. That's what it's gonna be today. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Sorry, little baby. Um they have been identified as the suspects in the alleged incident as it was reported they were very aggressive toward the boat captain and boat crew and demanded a refund after those on board were told the rental time was running out and the boat needed to be returned. It's alleged that Whitfield told the captain to turn the boat around or he would unalive himself. It is also alleged he removed the captain's wallet, which had $3,500 in cell phone before threatening another boat crew member and saying if the rental money wasn't returned, he would unalive him as well. Wow, okay, very bold. The crew member told police he retrieved about 5K from one of the rooms, the captain told police Whitfield followed the crew member to the room. However, the crew member told police he was not followed. No arrests have been made due to conflicting statements. However, the investigation is still ongoing. So, um, ooh, I really hate to be in like conflicts at sea because. We have an upcoming cruise that's about to go on. And I recently have been seeing a lot of, like, cruise issues, boat issues, yacht issues. We had the Titan that went down to see the Titanic, and that ship imploded. It's given very much, um, should I really be going on this cruise? Um, I don't know. I know that I am protected, but at the same time, it, it, it is very much a scary thought. Like being at sea for like, we're going to be at sea for seven days. Granted, we have three ports that we're going on. I'm not going to tell you these ports because, you know, you know the vibes. 
But still, okay, so regarding this whole situation, even after I saw this post, I saw that Quavo was zip-tied, apparently, by police officers. I don't know if they saw him as a suspect or what, but I'm thinking, like, was he not zip-tied by, like, the robbers, or was he zip-tied by police? Like, it's, it's a little bit of a toss and turn for me, because... I just I just look at the prompts. I wasn't there. I was not a fly on the wall. By the way, who are we talking about again? We're Sorry, talking- yo, I had to step off for a second, walk, sandbox out real quick. We're talking about Quavo and the yacht incident. Oh, you still oh you still in that one. Okay, that's good. Yeah, about the robbery. But then like I was telling them that I saw like in a post after that I saw this post. He was zip tied. Quavo was zip tied, like as if he was zip tied by police, like he was in custody or something. Like he had something. To do with, with police it. there? I didn't see that part. Oh, you didn't see That's what police I'm saying. was actually there. Yeah, I didn't see that. I just saw uh, like a still of a video of him being of him zip tied. So I'm just like, was he zip tied by the police or was he zip tied by just the police? Going through the mouth, baby. Going through the motions. How much more dirty shit you got for me? Um, I got a like a oh, I got a few more prompts, honestly. Okay. In the case of the state of Florida versus Jamel Demons, better known as YNW Melly, oh, shit. has been declared a mistrial. A deadlocked jury prompted a mistrial Saturday in the South Florida trial of rapper YNW Melly on charges that he that he murdered two of his friends five years ago. The twelve member panel could not reach a unanimous verdict after three days of deliberations. Broward County prosecutors who had been seeking the death penalty will likely choose to retry the case with a new jury. A unanimous verdict is required to convict or acquit a defendant. Broward County Circuit Judge John Murphy twice asked the jurors to keep deliberating after they said they were deadlocked, but relented after they came back a third time. Prosecutors say YNW Melly, whose legal name is Jamel Demons, shot Anthony Demons and Christopher Thomas Jr. allegedly while they were all inside a Jeep. Williams and Thomas were both part of the YNW Collective known respectively as YNW Sack Chaser and YNW Juvie. What the fuck is that? But okay. Um, Prosecutors said the shooting was part of a gang action, while defense attorneys said that claim lacks credibility because demons and the victims were close friends. How the fuck does that lack credibility? But okay, let's move on. According to prosecutors, demons, Williams and Thomas, were riding in a Jeep driven by Cortland Henry, known as YNW Burtland. <laughs> oh my God, this is just oh. okay. Uh, after recording session in Fort Lauderdale on October 26, 2018, they say Demons fatally shot Williams and Thomas. Henry is charged as an accomplice in the case and will be tried separately. After killing Williams and Thomas, prosecutors said Demons and Henry drove the bodies to an area near the Everglades where they shot at the back. Back and passenger sides of Henry's Jeep from the outside to make it look like Williams and Thomas 
had been victims of a drive-by shooting. But prosecutors say ballistic tests show the pair were shot from inside the Jeep. Defense lawyers focused on the fact that the gun was never recovered. They also told jurors that YNW Melly had no apparent motive for the crime. Um, see me, we just going to speak on just apparently, apparently this whole situation went down. But I mean, I don't know. For me, I feel like all of the evidence speaks for itself. You know, I've never been a juror on like a murder case or anything. Only had jury duty once, never got picked. But at the same time, like, I'm looking at things. I can't look at things in the gray area. I'm looking at things in black and white at this point. I'm like, it's either right or wrong for me. It's either right or wrong. I've seen how he's been acting in court, him and his lawyer, which his lawyer rubs me the wrong way as well. Um, I don't know. And just even like the, the sadistic look on his face, you know? The type of person I am, like, I I just have, I have a gift of discernment. So, I'm not about to sit here and be like, oh, okay, I can be a character witness. I don't know this man. I don't know this man at all. From Adam or from Eve, okay? Not at all. But at the same time, it's just like, how do you not see what's going on here? As a juror. I don't know who who the opposing deadlock was, like, demographically-wise. You know, it's coming down to race. It's coming down to gender. It's coming down to age, you know? So it's just like, who's green in this situation? Who's very green in this situation? Who's not paying attention to all the evidence? Because I know what... I know what my take would be on the ass. But, I mean, that's just me. I don't know about nobody else. But... And that's us talking about demons? Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna lie. I love his song, Murder on My Mind. That is, like, a psychotic-ass song. I ain't gonna lie, like. But it it just get me to moving. It is. Yeah. It's giving nut, you know, nutcracker, but, um, um, <laughs> wow. I don't know how to feel about his case because I never really followed it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't um, follow it that much either, but. Honestly, he, he does look scary. He looks scary as shit. Um. It's his eyes. It is. And it's like something. I, like it's I said, something there. He reminds me of Charles Manson. Like when I it's look at him, I just, I just feel that. I just, for me, I just feel evil. I ain't going to sit here and say you did it, but do I think you did it? Allegedly. 
Yeah. I, I allegedly, I, I, I'm kind of like just feeling like, yeah, it, it's just the energy is given off, is given very creepy and. Yeah, I did this shit, and I'm going to get the fuck off with this shit. Allegedly. Baby, the, the proof is shit. in the pudding. That's all I got to say. That's what I was trying to say the other day to you, and you couldn't give me that. I couldn't give you that. The proof is in the pudding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is in the pudding? And you couldn't give it to me. That's what I was trying to say. The proof is in the pudding, baby. Proof is in the pudding. All right, so according to ABC News, Massachusetts State Police recovered the body of 45-year-old Tafari Campbell at Egertown, Great Pond on Martha's Vineyard. Carpe was always depressing now. Huh? No, I'm saying Carpe was always depressing. Oh, yeah, There's too much yeah. shit going on. It is. It's too much shit going on. Um, he was a chef for former President Barack Obama in the White House and later transitioned to being his personal chef. In a statement, the Obama family said, Tafari was a beloved part of our family. When we first met him, he was a talented sous chef at the White House. He's been part of our lives ever since, and our hearts are broken that he's gone. Today, we join everyone who knew and loved Tafari, especially his wife, Sharice, and their twin boys, Xavier and Savine, in grieving the loss of a truly wonderful man, the former first family was not home at the time of his passing Campbell was said to be visiting Martha's Vineyard at the time police believe he died in a paddle boarding accident fuck I didn't even read that part that it was a paddle boarding accident I thought I, I for me I suspected foul play because I am a conspiracy what the theorist what is a paddle boarding paddle boarding so what's that like if we on a surfboard and we paddle boarding I think is that the is that the standing one when you when you had the paddle and you're standing. Yeah, I like, don't know. Me and you both can't swim, so huh, we don't do really much of water activities, y'all. And it's so weird because me and Maddie love water and we cannot properly swim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Life. That, that shit is right. crazy. It's the stand up joint. So it's that one. Yeah. Okay. I knew once she was describing, I knew what she was talking about, but I didn't know if that was the name of it. But I really don't understand why me and Mandy love water and we cannot save ourselves for shit and water. We will panic. That shit is crazy. Girl, I will float that shit on my does back not make to save sense. my life. Well, yeah, you. she can float on her back in a heartbeat. Me, I'm a panic. Cause even when I go on my back, I have to like, boom, I throw, I throw myself on my back in the water. It's like, I'm trying to get, okay. So the only way I can go on my back in the water is if I can feel the bottom and then I just lean back and allow myself to float. If I cannot feel the bottom, I have to like throw my body up and then go on it. Like it force your body underwater and then I'm floating. Because when I don't feel the bottom, I panic. That shit is crazy. I hate that shit. I hate feeling like this because I fucking love water. I love swimming, but I cannot fucking swim. It's like I can swim, but I can't. I can't doggy paddle. So to me, I can't swim. Because if I can't tread water, 
or be in the deep end, I can't swim. I'm on the side where I can stand. Five feet. Keep me over there, baby. Don't toss me in there or none of that. And if you do, you better be ready to save my ass. Because I'm panicked. All right, so we're moving on to the star of this whole segment, basically. The whole star of this show, Mrs. Carly Russell. You weird. Oh, okay, so, okay, so honestly, let me not even try to shame you right now. Let's just get into it. Carly Russell, the Alabama woman who went missing for two days after telling 911 that she found a stranded toddler has admitted that she was not kidnapped and did not see a young child on the side of the highway. In a statement given by Russell's attorney to the Hoover Police Department, the 25-year-old apologized for her actions, adding that no one else was involved in her disappearance. Air quote, talking about her parents. We ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter. Hoover's police chief Nick Derzis read from the statement at a press conference on Monday afternoon. Russell initially told detectives that she was abducted. Russell went missing on July 13th after telling a 911 dispatcher that she found a toddler wandering on the side of an interstate, according to the police. When officers arrived on scene, Russell and the child was nowhere to be found. But her car, wig, and cell phone were on the roadway. Russell's disappearance and the mysterious circumstances around it grabbed the country's attention before she returned home on July 15th. At the time, Russell told told detectives that she was kidnapped by a man who emerged from the trees near her car when she got out to check on the child. She described being blindfolded and taken to a house where she was forced to get undressed. The next day, Russell added she managed to escape and ran through the woods until she emerged near the house. So police say that they knew that her story was already a hoax since last week. So, um, what's his name? Hoover Police Chief Nick Derzis said on Monday that the department believes since last week that Russell's kidnapping was a hoax. At a press conference on Wednesday, police said Russell's online search history raised questions. Two days before she went missing, Russell searched online whether you have to pay for the Amber Alert, according to Hoover Police. The day she was gone, Russell searched for local bus tickets as well as abduction-based action movie Taken, Um, (laughs) which is wild to me. The police chief said on Wednesday that investigators found others concerning searches that shed light on Russell's state of mind prior to disappearance, but the police were not releasing them out of respect for her privacy. So, um, from what I've seen on social media, and I'm I'm really big on just, like, binge-watching TikTok, just scrolling through that joint. So, they were covering it, like, heavy. I love social media in, like, times like this where I can, like, stay updated on on like cases and stuff. Um so from my knowledge, I feel like she had just broken up with her boyfriend and I feel like she just wanted to be seen by him. 
Yeah. And I feel like she did this this move out of spite just to see if he would care. You know? You know, how manipulative is that? I ain't gonna lie. I used to do dumb shit like that when I was younger. But that's when I was in a whole nother mindset of where I'm at now. Like, I used to do certain shit and I'd be like, I wonder if he gonna give a fuck if I do this. He's saying he give, like, he care about me this much. So, if I do this, let's see if he give a fuck. And I definitely used to do dumb shit like that when I was younger. Am I there now? Fuck no. I can't revisit that like I think back on that shit and that shit haunts me cause it's like why did I ever think like that that's some like it just be sick shit I'm sitting here pretty much back it's like at that point it's like you're begging somebody to fuck with you mm-hmm. yeah and you're willing to do whatever to yourself just because the person not fucking with you the way you want them to fuck with you and you never should feel like that. Ever. So glad I'm past that phase. But carry on. That was it. That's all I had. Okay. So you guys. We don't really have. um Like I was saying last episode. We don't have a topic for this week. We wanted to do something fun. So Mandy had sent me something. So it's a sibling tag. Granted, Mandy, you said you're with it, right? We're bringing back to square. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a laugh for me. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be like as persistent. Um, not not consistent. persistent. It's not gonna be as yeah. consistent as it used to be. But you, love but it. I'm willing to do it. Yeah, we're trying to like separate. Um all of our platforms so you know this is the gets it's our podcast so our plan from what we have told y'all i forgot what episode but we have told y'all that we are planning to transition to visual because we know that visual is just lit regardless because we even love seeing people visual when we watch stuff um but Sis Square, that's just our personal life. And that will be used as our vlogging platform. But, um, yeah. You uh, catch us on YouTube at Sis Square. That's S-I-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D. And we'll definitely keep you guys updated on where we're at with that. So, we did do a sibling tag on there, and Mandy sent me another one, so we're about to tap into this now. So, we're going to ask each other a few questions. Um, Shoot. I feel like this is the same one from then. Let me see. Or, I just can't choose. We can't choose the same questions. Oh, my God. Let me see. This was updated. I had made sure I put in 2023. Shit. They probably still duplicate it. Okay, so complete the sentence. My sibling is a and blank. Is a boss and 
hardworking woman. Oh, you oh you gave me both. You said blank. No, I said A like A is in just A by itself, Apple and then and A N. My bad. I should have like A slash and. That's how they got it. Right there. I think that 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 summed it up though. Oh well, regardless. thank you. All right. Uh. Shit. Hmm. Y'all, she's looking for her question. <clears throat> These aren't complex enough, though. Come on. We got to get them something, girl. It's not, though. Because we're very complex. I know. My complex ass is tired. I'm ready to eat. And <laughs> like, I cooked all that food and I'm ready to eat. What is your weirdest habit? Um, my weirdest habit. Shit, what is my weirdest habit? My weirdest habit probably is like picking at my nails and feet. Randomly, when my anxiety kicks in, it really, like, for some reason, I just pick. I realized that, like, when my anxiety is at a high, I would just start to, like, bite my nails and all that shit. And I'm trying to break that shit. I realized that. That's me, too. I feel like lately I've been in overdrive of my anxiety. And you know how I do. I think my most anxious... Most most anxious thing to do is play with my ear. And I've been doing that way more than I've been doing that in the past. And then I will pick at my skin just to get, like, the cuticles and stuff off of my nails. Like, they don't look bad, though. I went upstairs and made sure I found my nails down. Like, but anxiety really is, like, something that is very prevalent to us. Yeah. And... It's something that we really just trying to work through. Which I feel like everybody's trying to work through. We all on the same page at this point. We all going through the same shit, just living different lives. But just have so many adjacent um, situations. I got a question for you. This shit just keeps glitching. What's something that I've done that you have not gotten over? Mm. This shit is acting dumb. I believe that's the question. I hope that's the question. I'm going to double check, but go with it. That's a... Mm. It's a good one. That's a real good question. What haven't I got over? Um, She should keep bringing up ads and shit. It's annoying. I would say being forced to be my mother when you didn't have to be my mother. Mm. And of course, I haven't gotten over that because you, you're supposed to be my sister. And I feel like you were thrusted into taking care of me. And then that holds a lot of resentment between both of us to yeah. each other. So, yeah, that's that's something that I haven't gotten over. 
but that's something that we shouldn't feel was our fault because it was never our fault. No, I don't feel so. like that. But back then, when we were younger, I did resent you in a lot of ways because I knew I was in a young mindset. Now I understand it, being an adult. But back then, definitely didn't understand that shit. Mm. Okay, I guess this one is something. Describe the most mortifying experience you had as a kid. Mortifying? Mortifying. That means really bad. Yep. Get molested. Okay. That's just, um, that's right off the bat. Um, we have gotten ass whoopings. I mean, I'm not going to say what kid hasn't because I know every parent don't believe in ass whoopings. But I've had a real bad ass whooping where it was to the point I did threaten to call the cops. And I don't remember how old I was. Um, Maybe 12. I was about to say maybe 12. I think so. And I really threatened to call the cops because... I realized that I should not be beat like this. It was like slavery all over again. We can sit here and talk to the kids without us having to put our hands on them. It's just a, it's a conditioning type thing. So I'm just not there in my life where I feel the need to have to pop a kid or hit a kid back then I felt like that was okay because that's what I knew since I was a kid but it's it got to the point where I'm like nah like I'm so fucking traumatized off of how I used to get this shit behind me like no it's it's really not that deep but um um yeah the most I forgot the word Mandy used, but I will say most traumatizing event for me was me getting molested as a kid. I can vividly replay that day back to back in my head. I remember every person that was involved. Um, It sucks. I don't hate them. I'm not mad at them. Back then, it took me a while to get through it. And, um, it took me a while to actually get comfortable with guys again. I was very scared of guys for a long time because I had men taking advantage of my body. So it really did take a long time for me to get to a good, comfortable space. But I had to realize that this person is not this person. They went through something and I'm still not even to this day, I'm still not even mad at the people that blessed me because obviously something has happened to you that you never worked through. And then you is what's the word I'm looking for, Mandy, not, not subconsciously. Is it subconsciously? Like you, you done things to me that you was not aware that you were doing to somebody like, People don't, like, everybody just need to really focus in on how people make them feel in that moment. And then don't do it to the next person. That's just how I look at it. If it makes you feel awkward and makes you feel weird, just don't do it to the next person. 
if you know what's wrong, don't do it to the next person. It's that simple. But a lot of people are conditioned to where they think that that is right. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. that shit sucks. Because they've been through it themselves. And it's just like, okay, I haven't been through this. Now, now I feel like you're teaching me these things. And now I feel like this is okay when I know in my in the back of my mind that this is not okay. Because you've been through your abuse. You've been through what you went through. And then, now you're just passing it on to the next person, you know? And I can't, and I can't blame you for that. I can't blame anybody for that. I can't sit here and be like, it is what it is. Because that's a fucked up thing that happened to us. It is. Yeah. You know, our our innocence was taken away from us. It was. But at the end of the day... We know how to push through that shit. I'm strong on the other end. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a victim. I'm not even going to sit here and say I'm a survivor. Because I know people have been through even worse than we've been through. I mean, regardless, we are still titled as that. Yeah, we are. Survivors and... I... I I get what you're saying as far as the victim word because we don't like the victim word because it's been the people we been communicating with is like they play victim so we don't like to use that victim word so I get why we don't even like to use that but fuck that fuck the victim word we're gonna throw that out we just really gonna throw that out period it's just we went through our shit and the thing is, we do not hate nobody that did the shit that they did to us. It's like, y'all honestly have went through something that y'all could not get through, and y'all took it out on us. And to this day, me and my sister has not sat down with none of these motherfuckers and had a fucking talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I have brought it up, and I have wanted to talk about it. I really want to talk about it and be like, do you remember you did this to me? I really want to say that. But if you know me, you know how aggressive I am. I'm just coming straight up. I never was always this aggressive. And then once our father passed, for some reason, it just turned this whole... I turned to a whole nother person. It was just like, oh, bitch, own your shit. And everything daddy said to you, stand on that. Stand up for yourself. Because he always pushed us to just be so fucking independent. Speak up ourselves. It was just always that. So, when that shit happened, I want to say something I still haven't said nothing. And this is something that I wonder, like... Like, do y'all remember this shit? Right. Do you remember that you fucking touched me and, and had me do this shit? I don't know if they remember that, but I, I remember it, like, in bits and pieces... I remember every fucking thing. I remember how I felt. See, and I don't. I don't. Like, I blocked a lot of that shit out. But I I do remember, like, me being afraid. I do remember me being afraid. I remember a lot of the things in bits and pieces. What we were subject to doing. And it was just like, why... Why? What's going on? And you know what's wrong. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm in single digits, mind you. I'm at the age of like probably seven years old, you know? 
So it's just like, what is really going on here? No, because if you was at 12, if I was at 12, that mean, oh no, you was at 17. That's what I mean. No, you'll probably been at 10 or 9, maybe. Because I believe I was at like 12. It wasn't, it wasn't that close to daddy being, uh, to daddy passing. It happened before. I know it wasn't. That's it what I'm saying. I said, if I was 12. Yeah, so you're I saying been like nine. we're two years apart. Yeah, I should have been like nine when it happened because your birthday comes before mine. Nine, 10, 11, 10, 11, 12. But it depends on the time because the summer. summer times we went down there. And my birthday's in September. So you had turned a, a, another age before I was able to turn. So you probably age. was like nine, if anything. Probably. I don't, I don't, if you're I saying honestly don't remember. Digits. I know he was young, and then, you know, I was young. It's just, the shit is just... That's how I know. I just I just need... Weird. I need healing on that aspect. Granted, it was nothing that was, like, ever in the back of my mind because it was something that was, like, I guess it was very traumatic towards me where I just shut it out probably, like, 75% of the whole thing. everything out. And I would say I remember, I remember a lot of it, but not as much as my sister does. You know, I remember, I remember certain visions that I had. You're really good at shutting things out though. And that's not good. And you want to be like. You don't want to do that. At times I do because I'm very emotional. But then I get what you're saying because you don't deal with the situation at hand. And it's just you learn how to just bury it. Uh, bury. That's what I mean say. Bury it. So, I get it. But... And we're being very candid with y'all right now. Like, if y'all didn't know that we've been through this situation, now you know. Yes, bro. Now you know. Our father went to his grave without him ever knowing that this happened. I mean, he know now because I know that spirits are everlasting. So he has heard this from time to time from us um, expressing this to you all. But um, in his physical state, when he was physically here with us, we never expressed this to him because we knew how he was going behind us. And we thought more about him. And we didn't want nobody to get hurt. And we already knew our father was going to hurt somebody behind us. So it just was like we have to mentally just talk to each other. Let's work through it together and work ourselves through it. And that's crazy because it has been since 2008 since our father hasn't been here and he never knew when he was actually here that we actually got molested. Never knew it. That was like one of the darkest secrets. And with black families, I just want us all to be able to speak to each other and 
tell each other our deepest, darkest secrets because that shit is a downfall of a black empire. It really is. We can be doing so much good into this world, but we sitting here and we like withholding information that happened within our own families. Like, it should be wild to me. And me and my sister, we're like, we're basically, we're on the, the trailblazing path to like break this type of curse that's on our family. Yes, generational curses. Like, you really helped me speak out more about my personal issues because I am such a personal person. I keep to myself most of the time. She probably don't even barely even know who the fuck I am. Like she told me, really she tell me about. I really don't. She tell me about her day, all that shit, all that shit about her whole everything. And then I'll just be sitting here, just like, mm-hmm. like a whole meme, just mm-hmm. arms crossed, like it's giving that Tiffany Parlor meme, just arms crossed on the bed with the shades on, like I ain't gonna tell you shit. When I, I really do have a lot to speak about. But it's not about, like, a lot of things that I want to speak about is about me uplif- uplifting everybody else. It's not even about, like, the pain that I went through. That is what drives me to help other people. And that's what I need to focus on now. All right, I got another question for you, Mandy. So, name the time I made you proud. When you um, finished your first book. Really? Even though I didn't read it. I know. It's fine. It's not. I want you to. And I'm going to read it. Yeah, I know. I know, like, you're not a, like, reader. You don't be, like, geeking to read books. And I was. I was geeking to read. At at one one point, point. Yeah. It depends. It be- depends what state that you catch me in. But now I need to hop back into my reading. I need to read your book. Regardless if you told me to end it or not, I need to finish it because I'm just like, damn. I've been supporting you. I need to know what the fuck I'm supporting. I'm trying to think of a net. Oh, I know a time I was proud of you. <laughs> this is wild. I'm about to say this. But a time that I was proud of you was when... You actually did hit me that night. It's like, it sounds so toxic, but you stood up for yourself. And I've always been wanting you to do that. You remember one night when it was just us here and then you like pushed me down, all that shit. Yeah. No. But I know it I know it bothered you, but to me, I was proud of you in that moment because all the shit before then, all the shit you was t- uh was telling me that was going on in high school, all that, it just was like back to back shit. Like motherfuckers just playing with you. You weren't standing up for yourself. And I know how I am. I know I'm aggressive. I know you didn't want to say shit to me because, oh, I don't want to get confrontational. I'm not confrontational. And my sister is confrontational. So when you finally took that step, as much as it did irritate me that night, when I think back on it now, 
I'm very proud of you just for the simple fact you just stood up for yourself in that moment because you needed that moment. And I'm glad it happened with me rather than anybody else. I'm so glad it happened with me rather than anybody else. Because it could have went left with anybody else rather than your own sister. But I know that night really, you know, made you feel some type of way. It it made me feel some type of way too, but I look at it now that you just got the grasp of standing up for yourself. And it is what it is, whether it's against me, whether it's against anybody. At the end of the day, we come in this world alone. We die alone. I know that. That shit is real. That's always me. I always say this shit like that. But I wouldn't... If that's your take on it, I'll let that be your take on it. But You just don't like the fact that I'm proud of you about that? I would say... No, I would say for me, I was disappointed in myself. Mm -hmm. Because I shouldn't have never got out of my character like that. Because you very much did get me out of character that night. And then you were... Girl, that ain't the first time I got you out of character. But no, no. When I looked at, like, the aftermath, I'm just like, bro, I really fucked my sister up and I didn't mean to do that. Like, it's like a flip switched. And it's well, just I like... Well, I was swollen somewhere, from what I remember. Yes. You were swollen like for arm. weeks. On your arm? It's my arm. On your leg? Like, you were swollen. Pushed me hard as shit. I did. I remember that. Shit, like, and it was just a push. I remember and I was it like, like yesterday. Nothing did, but then I slapped you in your face like at least twice. Oh shit, you right. I did. I slapped you in your face twice. I remember that. See, I was. That's when I was getting too lit. It's like you, you were just then. coming at me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking like, why she started with me, and that just triggered me. And I should have had like the um. Control? Yeah, I should have had the control to just like sit back here and be like, all right, bet. I'm gonna just go to sleep. Um, just leave me alone. You good. Good night type shit. But it was just like the way that you was coming at me. I feel like I just had to like defend myself. And then you was coming at me. I'm just like, oh my god, oh, she's really coming at me right now. And then I'm just like, I'm like, Ashley. You do the same shit I, to me right. and I keep my cool. Right, so I should. I have moments where I have popped off though, but I really do keep my cool a lot because I just be like, dog, this is my motherfuckers. I really sit there and I just be like, bitch, you drunk, and it ain't even a point of popping off on your sister. This is your fucking sister. I always remind myself that that you are my sister. I feel I'm always like I know I'm the very vocal one very aggressive and I push that shit on you and mommy and be telling y'all pop y'all shit boom 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 and y'all do it then y'all do it it be just like y'all really do it and I just be like do they have control like I was telling them to pop it but I was hoping that y'all would have control type thing like I want y'all to pop y'all shit cause I don't want nobody to fucking play with y'all not even me but 
it's like when it come down to me, it be I feel like it's it's all the past shit. Yeah, it's all the past shit of everything I put y'all through. Yeah, and then it's just like it's just all coming forward. So that's why I just calm myself down about the shit. It's not even no point of me even getting worked up because I understand it. I it like it registers with me that I'm like, damn, I'm telling them to pop that shit. But y'all need to. Not in a sense of just being let's be disrespectful and all of that, but still don't let nobody just run over you. Not even me. But I understand we done been through so much fucking shit together that I know y'all feel all that shit from the past. In a moment, y'all like, she tell me to pop my shit. I'm about to motherfucking pop my shit. Like, I get it. I fucking get it. And I just, I take it. It it hurts me, but it don't really hurt me because I understand it. I really do understand it. Because at the same time, I have been pushing y'all to really speak up for yourself. Because I don't like, I don't fucking like nobody playing with y'all. I done seen people play with y'all. I don't like that shit. That shit is not cool. At all. We're all honestly nice. I'm just, out of all of us, I'm nice too. But just way more vocal than y'all. So, but I don't get active. Yeah, I know. You will. You definitely will. You definitely will. Mommy won't, but you will. But I understand it come from y'all. That's why I can just take it, and I'm fine with it. If y'all can just in that moment just, like, go ahead and hit me with them jabs, it's it's cool. It is what it is. Like, I ain't going to sit here and take that shit, like, like, crying off the shit. It's just, like, I sat here, and I pushed them to get, like get to that point to fucking pop your shit like cause motherfuckers out here really taking advantage of the fact that we have big fucking hearts that shit is not cool and I'm I'm not there no more yes we love hard but the thing is you not about to play me not about to play me not about to play with you and not about to play with our mother that's it And that's how I look at it. And that's how I want y'all to think too. Ain't nobody playing with what we got right here. It's a motherfucking triangle right now. It's the three of us. It's how this shit is right now. Like, I don't, mm -mm. I'm not playing about y'all. And I love the fact y'all playing about me. We might butt heads, but I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, I'm a fucking... I'm going to go off of y'all. It don't matter. I feel like... So I feel like... um, I really appreciate your constructive criticism. I do, and I don't give you as much as you give me. And I need to give you that same constructive criticism. And, like, just sit here and be like... Girl, I don't look for it. It's just natural. I I think with our relationship, it's just so natural. But I know it's because I've just been automatically put in, like, a mom position. So, 
I don't know. It don't. It don't really bother me. Like things you do to me, I can really take that shit on the chin. No matter how me much too. it does hurt my feelings, I just be like, "Fuck it." That is my little sister. Like I, I wish somebody would play with her. I'm not even about to get in an argument with her. It's not that deep. Cause a couple of minutes from now, we'll be sitting here chilling. Watching TV together, it's just never that deep for me no more. And it used to be deep for me. Like, I used to have resentment. I used to want to, like, fight you. And it's it's not there. It's too much energy. It's not worth it. At all. Not at all. I'm never known that type of time. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. I never wanted to fight you at all, but I'm just like, bro, I'm like, if you, if you want to get active, I'll get active, you know? Bitch, you did want to uh, fight me that night when I slapped you for that chicken. I did. Yeah. So just slap me for a piece y'all, of chicken. Y'all, 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 heard, y'all, heard it, y'all heard it here first. I slapped her ass for some chicken, and it was her chicken, y'all. I was petty as shit that night. And it was, Drunk. It was 7-Eleven chicken at that. 7-Eleven chicken. But no, that's when Seven Eleven Chicken was bomb as it fuck. Do be, it do be hitting like that. Joint night. was bomb as shit. But then, at the same time, I know it was your chicken. I know. And then I was mad. She didn't want to give me a piece, and I was like, I pulled that motherfucker back all the way back, y'all. I was like, what? And then she said, bitch, what? And then we just started motherfucking fighting and shit. That shit was crazy. We were we just basically slap boxing. Yeah, it was slap boxing, but... It was no fist. Shit, that no was fist. enough. That shit hurt. The fuck? We was slapping like shit. We was slapping hard as fuck. I mean, our adrenaline was pumping, but I felt every fucking hit. We was slapping each other hard as fuck because we had to get a lot of anger out and was taking it out on each other because we was going through our own shit. We never got our anger out since daddy. So now no, here we are taking it out on each other. No, I feel like our anger was with each other. It probably was. Not even probably it was. Okay, well it was. Oh, and Daddy added on to it because he was gone. So well for me, I speak for myself. That added on to it. So I was more angry. So I was ready to fuck shit up. So. I know that's why I came with the first swing. Because a bitch was hungry. And then she was acting real anal about it. And I said, what? Pow! She said, bitch! And we just going crazy. We stopped, though. And then I guess we hugged it out at the end of the night. I don't remember. I probably didn't. I don't remember how the end of the night lasted. I just know Nana came in. And Kristen. Because Kristen was there. You guys, stop. Shout out to Kristen, even though, I mean, we don't know yet. We still love you, though. A non-motherfucking hope, factor. Okay. I, oh, don't uh, say that. Say them, stop. Girl, I you hope know, everything you know, is good with you. I still love you regardless. I hope everything is good with you. But you did, you disappear on the girls and not really a valid reason, but I guess. Hmm. Uh, it's let's not say it's not a valid reason. Let's just say they didn't tell us what the reason was. A lot of these people just step out of our lives and they just don't speak on it. 
And I'm just like, hey. She, it was. I, a, I just gotta look it, at it as it was just the, the typical. Rejection it's is me, not my, you. It's my protection. It was a typical. It's not me, not you. But I felt like it was opposite. It was me and not her. You That's know. what I felt. That's the vibe I got. That's me personally speaking. That's the vibe I got. But I felt like you said that because I know the type of person you are, and I know I'm very a, I'm very aggressive. I know that. So I feel like I scared her off and she got to the point in her life like I am with some people. It's like some people I don't want to deal with no more if you start to rub me the wrong way. And I felt like I started to rub her the wrong way. And it's just like, like, I love you, but you just too much for me right now. And I'm not and and in my space. That. And that, and that is fine. That. And that is like fine with me. That's why I never had no like hate or nothing to get that against that shit. It's just... I want people to say that because when you say that, it just makes it all so much better. You're helping somebody have closure. Mm -hmm. You're really healing from everything for you to say that. Because if you're not going to say it to me, then that that means that you're not even healing from it. That means that you're going to still sweep that shit on the rug. Yeah. let me know. Like, don't gaslight me. And tell me, oh, it's not you, it's me. Look, if, if I if me, I made you me. if I made you feel some type of way, how about say you that tell shit. me that? Tell me that I made you feel some shit. type of way. I'm not gonna be that, mad at you about gonna, it. That's gonna make me look within, be like, okay, so I got some more Thank shit to you. work on. You my know, shit. That's it. Like you're helping me out. I'm helping you out. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to grow, man. Like, don't I don't know who I'm about it. I don't know. Don't who sit the here fuck just ghost. Type of that shit is wild. As fuck. But that's the thing. Motherfuckers associate themselves with motherfuckers that don't know how to take that shit in. Granted, I might not like to hear everything everybody got to say about me, but I'm going to sit there and listen because I do not know how I come off to people. I personally know I'm aggressive. I do know that. I know I just bow and I just say what the fuck I got to say. I know I talk too much. I know a lot of things about myself. Please just tell me straight up so I can sit there. I can't be mad at you about it. You're being honest. I cannot be mad at nobody for being honest with me. Just please be honest. That shit really runs in the wrong way when people don't be honest. Because now you got to keep lying and keep lying. Because you got to keep up with that lie. So that's what makes it even more annoying. But you going to ask me another question? Oh, we're about to end it. We did rabbit hole. I swear we rabbit hole. No, we shit. did. But um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the handles Mandy No Names. That is M-A-N-D-Y-N-O-N-A-M-E-S. And then you can find us on our Gmail at the number two, the gets we go at gmail.com. And then you can find us at Twitter at the gets and then you can find us on instagram at two the gets we go and you can find me on all social platforms at beautiful zaz b-l-u-t-i-f-u-l-z-a-a-s what's good and we love you and y'all better slide in the motherfucking dms motherfucking gmail we waiting we ready What's popping? This is some slight work. 
a tired night, but we still came here and we still delivered. So you can't complain. Good night! Please leave a message. I'll get back with you later.